It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back is broken. What a, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Dick, I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. A big shout out to everybody who the song. And um, as a kid, I always wanted to meet Don King. But now I think Don King's a fucking asshole. He's a racist. No, 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 no. We're not going down that road. Not bigger than this. Maybe the biggest upset of this decade. Welcome, everybody, to the Mr. Boxing Guru Podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we're going to keep this nice, cool, and short. At least I'm going to try to because I've been going over 30 minutes, and um, I think that's a bit more time that I want to take from, again, you guys' time. Um, again, this is episode, what episode is this? This is episode 65, of the, again, of the Mr. Boxing Guru Podcast. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Remember, guys, little by little, we're going to try to migrate uh, this to um, to YouTube. So if you guys don't follow me on YouTube, make sure you guys do. Got maybe about seven followers. So let's make sure we get to a thousand before the end of the year. That way we can start doing live shows and whatnot. So uh, you can follow me at, on YouTube at uh, Mr. Boxing Guru. Um, again, of course, on social media, whether it's on Twitter, uh, at Mr. Boxing Guru, on Instagram, at Mr. Boxing Guru. Uh, guys, let's get to it right away. We have some stuff to talk about, some repetitive stuff, I guess you could say. Um, but nonetheless, we got stuff to talk about. Most importantly, my favorite part of this has been um, answering folks' questions. You know, whether it's uh, boxing-related or not, um, I kind of like it. You guys are telling me that you guys like it. Um, so we'll do that at the very end of the show. Uh, first things first, it looks like Canelo still does not have a dance partner. It looks like Caleb Plant at the end of the day. Um, the fight did stop. Uh, no movement on it from Caleb uh, or from Heyman and, and friends. And and it's kind of it's, it's kind of a bummer because, um, look, you guys know by listening to me, I'm not Canelo's biggest fan. But, uh, again, we have, to, we have to understand where Canelo's coming from in, in this, you know, time in his career, I guess you could say. Um, I, I read somewhere where, you know, uh, um, Caleb Plant, you know, stated, you know, the reasons why or what they did to bend over for backwards for, not bend over, you know, bend, you know, bend backwards for Canelo. Um, and, 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 you know, it almost seems very uh, uh, dismissive, you know, of, of what was going on. They said they let Canelo keep his TV rights, which, of course, Canelo's Canelo, so he's going to keep that. They let, they gave Canelo Canelo's biggest payday, which was, I believe it was north of 50 million. Again, speculating here, um, something like that. Um, they gave him uh, upsides of pay-per-view, or they gave, they, supposedly, um, 
well, according to, to Caleb Planner friends, um, they gave Canelo the best opportunity of a life or the biggest opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, Canelo, of course, you know, wanted a couple of clauses, you know, um, um, and, and I hate to talk about the A side and B side. Honestly, I don't even like talking about negotiations because one, it's none of my business, not our expertise. That's why there's experts for that. I really just like knowing when the fight's going to happen and, and, you know, what time should I call everybody for the carne asada? Um, again, it seems like lately all we get from boxing is, is a class in, in negotiating and, and, and why this platform is better than the other. Um, what I did in here, and it almost, and you have to give Canelo credit because a little classier on there and for not, you know, uh, telling or talking about, you know, the negotiations, you know, but what I didn't really hear is what did, because from my understanding, um, what did Canelo and, 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 and um, Eddie Hearn offer? Um, you know, to me, at least in my opinion, I mean, I don't know how you guys see it, but I would have rather it been the other way around where, again, I don't care what they offer um, offer a kettle plant, but, I mean, the fight being on uh, the fight being on uh, uh, the zone where I don't have to do anything else but just turn on my TV. It's already paid for. It's uh you know, we got the year subscription, you know, and, and, and that's just another fight I get. I, I, I don't, if anything, I see Canelo kind of bending a little because now he's going to leave his, um, he's going to leave what has been his home for the last few years, which is the zone, and try to make a pay-per-view. That means you got to try to sell an event at this point, and, and, and you have media obligations and that, that you don't when, when you come from a, a, a app uh, so you don't have to try to sell the fight. You're just going to show up and, you know, get your money and, and, and that's it. You, you still do publicity, but it's not as bad as when you do a pay-per-view fight. Again, um, again, I, I just don't get it. I don't get why folks would want that instead of of, of uh, the other way around or why does Canelo have to go that route? Um, in my opinion, I, I, again, it, it was just a pissing contest. It was Canelo wanting to... To be undisputed again, it's nice, it's fun. Um, it'll go on history as you know he was the man to beat the man, and he fought the man that that, that beat the man. Um, but we all know that that Caleb plan is is, is is probably the softest touch out there for for Canelo. Um, even on the PVC side, you got you know the, the uh, heavier chart of the bunch. You know you got you got a uh, Benavides that I think it'll be a much better fight. The only good thing. Uh, that that's going on for Plant is that he has a belt, so kind of reminds me of when when Amir Khan or or uh, not Amir Khan, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, Pauli would have a belt uh, at the welterweight division or even at junior welterweight, where all the fighters would just salivate over fighting Malanaji. Why? Because you know that was the that was that was free food. You know that that was that was the easy fighter, easy fighter to beat. With the exception of Juan Diaz, but uh, that's how I feel that Canelo felt about Planet was it was a great way to make history with with little to no risk because we know that Caleb, I mean, this is a little swag fighter, you call him what you want, he's smooth as hell, but he can't can't hurt you. And when you're fighting a a fighter that's equally as 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 defensive minded like Canelo is, I don't think there was much of there wasn't going to be much of a, of a fight. Now the question for Canelo is, what does he do from here? Um, where does it go? It looks like the uh, front front runner is uh, uh, Bivol. 
uh, before we all saw him at 168, and he um, he has moved to 175 now, where it gets complicated and and and, and you almost put a question mark on things if Canelo were to fight uh, Bivol and, and if he were to beat Bivol is at what weight? Um, obviously, Bivol is a big guy for 168. He moved up from 168 to 175 for a reason. Now, is he already in training camp? I don't know. Is is, is it worth going to training camp? I don't know. Is he going to be at 175? What I think would be a bit more helpful for Revol instead of having to drain him back down at a weight division that he had already outweighed uh, two years ago. So we we don't know. Um, but in my opinion, it's a better fight. It, it, it's on the zone, which is good for us. Now, that means we don't have to stream it. Um, but I, I like that fight a little better. I think it's 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 harder on Canelo. It's not going to be Canelo looking for that wounded deer like he has versus all the Europeans he's fought lately. Is and I think that's what's that's eventually what would happen with uh, with Caleb Plant. I think uh, Bivol is going to present a lot more difficulties when it comes to trying to catch and corner him. Um, I think he's uh, he's a more well-rounded fighter than most people even think of. So, and and I wouldn't be surprised at an upset from Bivol. Um, of course, unless the, the 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 judges fuck him over. But again, that's a whole another podcast. Um, okay, let's jump ship out of uh, the whole Canelo gate uh, here, and let's go to a fight that I think Mike Hoppinger said it was pretty much signed and and done, which is. Jamel Herring versus uh, Shakur Stevenson. Um, good fight. I didn't want the fight personally for 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 Jamel. Um, I think Jamel should be looking for legacy uh, fights and fighting other fighters that are in his level, uh, like the Oscar Valdez's. Um, I I don't think it's it's. I don't like what. Shakur has done to deserve a title shot like this. Uh, Where's a, a veteran now? I guess you could say in, in Jamel. Jamel's you know done what he had to do. He's t- he's taking his losses. He he's he's the ultimate Cinderella story. He's done great for himself. Um, and and I would hate for him to lose his belt versus a guy, a house guy too. Because I mean, technically Stevenson is a house guy. He's an Olympian guy. Um, again, I would hate for him to lose his belt to Stevenson in, in a very, very boring fight because I think that's what Stevenson's going to do. I mean, if you look at his last two, three fights, they've been very dull, very boring. I don't get him. I don't. I, I get it. He's a great fighter. I just don't get the fascination with seeing him fight. There's a lot of fighters that are amazing, uh, Cubans in particular, and, and I don't care to watch them fight. They they could be beautiful fighters. They could. Uh, hit and not get hit, but it's just not something that I, I, I personally, my me as a boxing fan, I, I pay to see. I get it, you know. Boxing is is beautiful and it's it's the art of of not getting hit and, and doing damage yourself. But when most of the time all you're doing is pitter patting, I, I don't care to see it. I don't want to see it. And I'm, I'm not a, a, a fan of watching Stevenson on my TV. Um, so if that fight is done good, I really I really hope J- uh, Jamel. Finds it in himself to to beat him. Does he have the tools to beat him? Absolutely. Does he have the corner? Absolutely. Um, it's it's only of a, a, a matter of Jamel 
uh, putting everything together and getting it done. Do I believe in him? Fuck yes. I think he could do it. Um, so let's move on from that. The Manny Pacquiao undercard, it looks like it's shaping up, uh, or kind of, or at least the names have been uh, uh, out now. Um, and uh, Ugas versus Little Maidana. I like this fight for Ugas. I don't like this fight for Maidana, but I think it's going to be as good as... as um, it's going to be another version of when Ugas fought the uh, the little kid that's like, like that likes Bachata from... Uh, from from Texas, uh, one of the the Figueroa, the the drunk Figueroa, it's going to be the same exact version of that. Uh, Ugas is, is is one of those exceptions you have to the Cuban uh, uh, style. He's very likable, very fan friendly. I like him. Um, I enjoy watching him. So I'm I'm looking forward to to this undercard. This card is is low key, low key taking great shape and it looks like it's the the fight of the summer um the card of the summer this uh, uh what is manny pacquiao versus uh errol spence you, again you got errol spence at the main event you got ugas versus little maidana the one that tripped me out and it seems like a cholas uh throwback uh thursday was learning that robert guerrero is fighting uh victor ortiz it's like um it's like if you threw every stereotype of a Yono Sabo kid uh, and, and put it in the ring, this is it. Um, if you guys don't know what a Yono Sabo kid is, is is it's like um, a second generation Mexican kid that that you ask him something in Spanish and he says, "Playing simple Yono Sabo." That's what Robert Guerrero and 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 and, um, and Victor Ortiz are. If you guys remember Robert Guerrero, you know, when 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 his dad was trying to get all the Hispanic supporter, he kept screaming, Hey, Jones, let me get all the Hispanicos over here, eh? So it's like an old Cholo, Yono Sabo, or Cholo. And then you got Victor Ortiz. Um, that, that's that's just, he's got to be about the dumbest human being that's out there. Um, so it's a recipe for laughter. It's a recipe for disaster. I don't know how to. Feel. I, I want to laugh because it's it, it's 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 pretty fucking funny that these guys are fighting each other, but at the same time it's pretty fucking sad because they're 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 way past their 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 prime. They're way past uh, relevance. And and I what if they beat each other? What do they do from here? There's a fight for Victor Ortiz that's, that's been out there for many years, and he never, ever wanted to do it. I don't get it. It's been many years, and it's a fight that would have got him a lot of money, and that's uh, Victor Ortiz versus uh, uh, Bam Bam, uh, Bam Bam Reels, Brandon Bam Bam Reels. That fight, that fight, Victor Ortiz versus Bam Bam Reels could be that thriller fucking type of fight. Um, I... I don't get why it's never happened. I, I guess there's some personal stuff out there, but shit, make you guys his money. That's a type of circus fight on the undercard. I guess you know he tried to get the Mexican American fan, you know, um, but I, I I just don't get it. Robert Guerrero versus Victor Ortiz, chalk walk, Yono Sabos. Anyways, um, so let's get to it. What else do we have here? I think that's pretty much it. Um, this fight, um, this weekend actually tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken, we got fights on Thriller. Yeah, Thriller via some some weird app. So, but Michael Hunter versus uh, Mike Wilson. Um, I think it's a heavyweight uh, eliminator for the WBA. 
Also, we got the Avocado Man, Chris Algieri versus Michael Lespierre. Uh, and again, another 10-round welterweight fight. Again, what the fuck is up with um, with all these old dudes, older dudes uh, trying to make a comeback? It doesn't make sense. Um, let, the, let the young guys, you know, take advantage of, of everything. Again, Chris Algieri. Is this some, somebody you really want to see pay attention to? Um, I don't know. Not me. I'm good. Uh, now to the, uh, I guess, moment I've been waiting for. I got to look for you guys' questions. Again, I did post on um, on my Instagram. And a lot of times I try to keep, I, I, I save folks' names, but sometimes I don't because, you know, it, it comes with uh, these questions sometimes get a little a little offensive and I wouldn't want them to get back to you. I will, I will talk about them, but I won't. Um, I won't necessarily say who said it. Um, so let's take a look here. First things first, we got Carnitas Meets 626, and that's on Instagram. That's at Carnitas Meets 626, and that's Carnitas with a K. Arnold will win next fight. Who would uh, he fight next? So he meets Arnold by Arnold Barboza, local kid from El Monte. Um, look, I, I think Arnold Barboza is at the point where, where there's no return you know he he needs to stop he needs to start fighting top 10 guys this is it he is at that level he has the ability to fight top 10 guys um who would he face there's a guy that he's been chasing around for many many years and that's uh 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 ramirez from rgba from up north i think him and ramirez would make an explosive fight at 140 um and if not uh, why not taylor why not a fight for taylor i think those both of those guys are big enough to where they might need to move up and wait. But if they want to stay at 140, I think uh, uh, Barboza needs to. Uh, it's a good opportunity for Barboza to to, to fight a, a big name, or honestly, for Barboza, if if these guys are not going to stay there, stay here at 140, it's time for Barboza to fight for an eliminator or fight for some sort of belt. Uh, Barboza at 140 is, is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, two fights that I would like to see him is yes versus Ramirez Taylor. And another one, actually, if um, if Teofimo ends up going up in weight, I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. And then we got, at, again, on Instagram, we got Pilt underscore P. Uh, again, another, Bar- wait, Barboza got some fans up in here. Uh, is Arnold the best option for Taylor being uh, that he's undefeated? Um, again, I, I love that fight. I love that fight versus Taylor. I, I, I just, I think... From my understanding, the plan is if um, uh, they're supposed to do some sort of homecoming for, for Josh Taylor, and then Josh Taylor, with the frame he has, I'm sure he's killing himself to make 140. Then he would make a run for, for 147. That's if uh, if Crawford stays at 147 and maybe fight Crawford. Would he do it? Who knows? I hope so. Um, let's see. Again, on Instagram, it says, at... Kiko Valdera says, ¿Puedes jugar boxeo? Um, yo sí puedo jugar boxeo. Me encanta jugar boxeo. This is what I do all day. I troll people. Uh, we joke and, and whatnot. That's the great thing about the following that, that, that I have or in the people, of course, I follow. Not, it's not a one-way street. Um, that's that's what we do. Um, of course, Kiko, more than anything, makes a reference to the viejito, the old man from No Puedes Jugar Boxeo. If you guys don't know him, I'm sure you guys seen him around chasing people for interviews like uh, 
like one of those uh, lawyer ambulance chasers. So that that is him. Um, and Artie says something about cuántos muertos lleva la ambulancia. I think he's referring to CG boxing. Um, J underscore Montes nineteen oh four asks, would Tank versus Mikey Garcia ever happen? Um, I don't want to say never, but I I don't see Mikey risking it anymore. I think he risked it versus Spence, and that didn't work out very well. Uh, the only thing here is that. I mean, Mikey, I think Mikey's at the point where he wants to see the money and, and he'll be down. I think um, a guy like Gervonta, with the type of talent that Gervonta is, the type of money that he's now generating, because I know we like to knock on him or not, but he, look, he's, 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 a, he's a hot sell in his hometown. Um, and, and Mikey could sell tickets too, so I, I, I could see them fighting. Um, who would win? I mean... I don't know, man. Mikey, Mikey's hard to bet against, you know, especially when he's fighting guys his own size. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's see. Los underscore Angelos. Why did El Tri lose to the USAD squad? Look, the one thing I don't know shit about soccer. I don't plan to know shit about soccer, but I will, you know, give it a good go when it comes to a good throw. So yesterday, Sunday night, um, there was a soccer game, and apparently it was uh, uh, pretty much the bench-warming team for for the U.S., uh, and, and they uh, played against uh, Mexico. Uh, pretty boring game. Again, that's why I don't like, I'm sorry, that's why I don't like uh, soccer. It's, it's a very dull game for people that don't know uh, about soccer. So to me, it was a very dull game. I think it went up to extra time, and nobody scored, and then finally somebody scored, and then the fucking thing was over, and the U.S. won. Uh, I think the whole why, why it's why it's funny is because uh, the USA is relatively new to soccer. You know, you know, you got to understand soccer was treated in the US as a as as the type of sport that at the end of the season everybody got a fucking trophy. Draws were okay, um, so it's kind of laughable from you know the historical I guess uh, aspect of of how we've always treated soccer as a participation sport. Um, we know it's not, it's, you know, I get it, it's, you know, worldwide sport, but, you know, people like me, I, I just don't care for it. Uh, let's see, Vargas Siggy says something about don't, don't uh, quit my day job. Bro, I'm not going to quit you like diabetes doesn't quit you, so chill. Uh, Robert Garcia Jr. asks, where, why doesn't, why hasn't Adidas sent me gear? I, I got you, bro. Uh, let's see, Chef Lopez. What round do you think uh, Pac-Man quits? Um, come on, man. Look, here's the thing with you fucking millennials. Pacquiao. I, when have you ever seen Pacquiao quit? When have you ever seen Pacquiao not enjoy what he's doing? Shit, even when he got knocked the fuck out by Marquez, uh, uh, Pacquiao just turned around, came back, smiled after, you know, he had uh, woken up and, 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 and moved on. Um... That's that's no difference to 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 Pacquiao's uh, ability against even against a guy like Spence. So don't count him out. Look, I, I think more than anything, instead of trying to say, "Oh, I bet this guy's gonna win," I bet that guy's gonna win. Just sit back and enjoy him. You're not gonna see this old man for for, for many fights, and, and 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 we are honestly we are lucky 
that were even able to see a guy like Pacquiao still fighting. Um, it's not normal. He's a one of those fighters that, that comes once every hundred years. And, and what he everything that Pacquiao did. And again, this is coming from, from a guy that hated Pacquiao for many years after him beating De La Hoya. I, I never just sat back and appreciated everything that Pacquiao was, the way he was able to move up in, in weight divisions. Again, um, we talk all about drugs and steroids, but the truth is that nobody nobody ever saw him take anything. He was able to go up in weight and, and, and take his power with him. Not only take his power, but look ridiculously explosive going up in weight. So... For for us to think that Pacquiao will quit, I think it's it's a bit disrespectful. Look, man, he he went, he went up and weighed and fought what the, the Diaz guy, and he went up and he he went up and weighed and 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 fought Hatton again. Hatton wasn't the greatest fighter, but again, look what how he beat Hatton. Um, that that's that's the thing. Like from him and 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 Floyd, how that he beat him. Look what he did to 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 De La Hoya. Um. That that's that's just just impressive. Look what he did to Margarito. He ruined Margarito's fucking face. He ruined Cotto. He stood there right in front of Cotto and just beat the living shit out of Cotto. That's fucking impressive. And to think he's gonna fucking quit. He fucking gave Marcus three fucking or four chances to redeem himself till he finally did. That's the type of fight. Nah, shut up, Winston. That's the type of fighter that Marcus is. What a uh, uh, once every hundred years type of fighter, or maybe even fifty years. I'll give you that. We gotta, we have to enjoy them. We have to understand that fighters like that don't don't come very often. And and the fact that we get to see him look, even if he loses, I think even if he loses, for most people that saw him fight the Barreras, uh, the the Morales. Uh, the Marquezes at the very young uh, age again, and that towards the later part when you started, you know, blowing up in weight, uh, the, the the Cotos, the La Hoyas, the Margaritos, just to see him fight the now the new generation guys that could be those guys as kids, it, it, it's fucking impressive. And again, even if he does get beat, so fucking what. Um, I don't care. As long as the old man gets to go home safe, I'll be happy with it. Um, Juice underscore go asks, why so many people... You see, this is the type of one, this is the type of questions I love. Why so many people now like the third generation Camaros? Third gen Camaros. Look, uh, I, I, I like Camaros. I, I, I've, I can't fit in them. I've always been more of a you know, Monte Carlo fan, you know, from those generations. But the reason why a lot of people are getting them is because so much they have so much room in in, in, in the hood that you could practically put a new motor and and, and fucking f- five six hundred horsepower and fucking fly in those cars. There were beautiful cars back then. They're beautiful cars now. The only problem that I have that I see is maybe finding parts. Um, those cars did rattle a lot, so they were a bit annoying for me. Um, guys, again, this is it. Um, thank you again for listening to the Mr. Boxing Guru Podcast. Please do not forget to subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Spreaker, but more importantly on YouTube. I need to get those followers up there. Again, there's about seven followers, I think eight last time I checked. So we really need to get them up there. I know you guys, I know you guys listen because I see the numbers. I don't like seeing the numbers. Um, but, um, I, I see the numbers. Oh, speaking of numbers, 
Big shout out to everybody that listens here. One, I, 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 I see that that folks listen here in the U.S. I think that's fucking awesome. I think 92% of the audience is from the U.S. So, again, big shout out to, to all you guys out there. But I was looking at the um, statistics the other day. As a matter of fact, let me go and click on it. Um, and I was seeing, okay, so 92% of the uh, of the folks that listen to me are here in the u.s uh then you got a uh 12 in the uk big shout out to the uk whoever's out there listening to me let me know send me a message uh, I'll, I'll send you uh, send you something india uh has about another two percent australia has another uh what is it uh two percent no one percent canada france taiwan shout out to everybody in taiwan that listens um, this is kind of cool. Look, guys, again, I, I did it because I, I wanted to help me. I, I don't know why I even started a podcast. I was doing a show with some other guys. Uh, big shout out to Rodrigo Boxing Ruckus. But I, I wanted to do this by myself because I wanted to do it on my own time. I didn't want to commit to a certain time with, with everybody else. But this has been fun. I, I, I've, I've, I feel like I've, I've talked to other people that not only you know are on, on, on the traditional social media, which is... Uh, Instagram and, 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 and Twitter, but other people that, you know, reach out to me, oh, I find your podcast and blah, 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 uh, place, and, and I like it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. Really appreciate it. Now, make yourself go to YouTube and, and make sure you guys subscribe, guys. Thank you so much, and again, thank you for listening to the Mr. Boxing Guru Podcast. See you guys later. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.